Welcome to the Latika Vine Show, the podcast for working moms who want to lead and grow their career, live a balanced lifestyle while putting God first. I am your host, Latika Vines, and I will be sharing tips, advice, and motivation to teach you how to navigate and thrive in your life and your career. I am so excited that you are here to join the conversation. Let's get into the show. Hey, working moms, real quick, I wanted to tell you that the week of November 16th is the National Career Development Week. And I'm so excited as a career coach, as a career development professional, this is the week that I go bananas for. Yes, I said bananas. And this week I am going to share five training videos, career development training videos for working moms in the federal government. Yes, working moms in the federal government who want to advance their career but don't know how, I'm going to share these tips in these daily videos. So make sure that you are uh, connected with me on LinkedIn. Make sure that we're friends on Facebook or that we follow each other on Instagram so that you can get the alerts so that you can listen to these training videos, watch these training videos and get the uh, information that you need to advance your career while we're still at home. So look out for those um, notifications. Make sure that we're connected so that you can learn more on how you can develop your career, even in the midst of a pandemic. Hey, working mom. I hope you are doing well. I am so excited that you are here for another episode of the Latika Vines show. Let me ask you a question. How are you dealing with working from home while the kids are going through their virtual learning themselves? Or maybe you have some toddlers at home and so you're homeschooling. Then maybe your husband is at home and, and, and trying to get it all done. <laughs> all uh, in the sake of eight hours or nine hours or ten hours of a day. How are you doing? I did a poll in a few Facebook groups and so many moms were saying that they were struggling and asked that I help them by giving some tips on how to do it, how to balance everything that they're doing while being at home. So today we're going to talk about um, some tips that you can do or, or have um, to implement balance in your day while you're working from home, you're trying to, you know, do the dishes and do the laundry and make sure the kids are online at, you know, on time while you're also presenting at the same time for your meetings. So I want to share some tips with you that hopefully will eliminate some of the overwhelm that you have been experiencing. So the first thing I want to share is tip number one, Work smarter, not harder. And basically, this means creating a schedule. So having this schedule, you need to have flexibility or an agreement of flexibility with your boss or your supervisor. 
And maybe that flexibility is, you know, having non-traditional hours. You know, like for myself, I am working, you know, I get up in the morning um, and I, you know, I work out, I do my daily devotion and I log on. I answer a few emails, read a few emails, and then I try by eight o'clock to be upstairs to make sure, you know, two of my kids are getting ready for school. They're having breakfast and so forth and so forth. And then I come back um, around 930 or so to check some more emails. Um, So it's constantly me back and forth. But I had to make an arrangement with my supervisor that, hey, I'm not going to be on my computer eight hours straight of the day. And I'm going to work, you know, early in the morning, six o'clock in the morning to about eight. Then I'll get back on, um, you know, a little bit in between, you know, nine and 12. And then, um, you know, between the hours of three and six, sometimes to eight in the evening, I can, you know, respond to emails. I can, you know, finish up projects or tasks or whatsoever. But those are non-traditional hours. And then sometimes, you know, I can get online um, in the weekend on on Saturdays um, early in the morning and, you know, finish up what I didn't get done throughout the week. But I say all of that to say, you know, even though that sounds crazy, it works because I'm not um, bogged down to the computer for eight hours, knowing that I have four kids that need my help, need technical assistance, that I'm trying to homeschool. There's no way I can sit at the computer for eight hours. But I had to have that conversation with my supervisor and said, hey, I need that flexibility. And so I've been able to do that. And also um, make sure that I can communicate my expectations as well. You know, hey, if you send me an email, the expectation is I may not respond to that email for 30 or 60 minutes and have that conversation. You know, so ask yourself, is that something that you can have with your supervisor that you can have those non-traditional hours and that you guys can set up expectations so you know, both of you know what you can and cannot do, what your limitations are. And then the other thing is to shift hours with your husband. Um, You know, yes, our husbands don't do the things that we do or they don't do it the way we would like for them to do. But right now in the midst of a pandemic, we have to let that go. they, we need our, we need their help. We need their help. And so this is the time where you can sit down with your husband and say, Hey, how can we work together? How can we create a schedule? How can we make sure that I'm not stressed? I'm not overwhelmed and you're not stressed and overwhelmed because when I'm stressed and overwhelmed, I'm going to lash out on you. I'm going to be resentful, resentful towards you because you get to have all this free time or you can close the door behind you where I'm here going up and down the, the, the hallway or the stairs trying to make sure everyone is straight and homeschooling in between meetings. And you get to close your door and have meetings without interruptions. Like there has to be some level of, you know, shifting, some level of expectation, but a way for both of you to work smarter and not harder. And so by the end of the week, you're not completely wiped out. The second tip is to take advantage of nap time to stay productive. 
Um, and, you know, maybe your kids don't take nap time, but maybe there's quiet time. I know for my children, we um, the teachers have flex time. So during this time, the uh, students are able to work on um, some assignments that they didn't get done for throughout the week, or they can go to a learning uh, website and do some things on that learning website. So for me in this house, we have nap time for my five and uh, three-year-old, and then we also have the flex time or the quiet time for my other two children. So during this time, this is where I can get most of my work done because the house is quiet. I can concentrate. So even though I, I do have that um, non-traditional hour set up or schedule set up, I can still sneak in some time um, during that, that nap time or quiet time to you know respond to emails or take a phone call, um, take take a Skype call. <laughs> um, also, I'm able to pick up around the house or, you know, start dinner. And so a lot of times, you know, I've been using my crock pot. Uh, we recently during COVID bought an Emeralds air fryer and it's not your typical air fryer. This thing is kind of like a toaster oven. So it air fries, it bakes, it roasts, um, it dehydrates, like it does everything. So I put a lot of stuff into um, my air fryer to cook. I also have a pressure cooker. I have my crock pot. I have a roaster. I have all these appliances. Um, but I use them during, you know, COVID more than I did before. But I'm using them to help me prepare for meals. And so that has been really helpful for me. And I do this during the, the quiet time, the flex time that I have with the kids. So if there's an opportunity for your children to be quiet. Maybe they're watching a movie. Um, you know, maybe they are just playing nicely. You know, what can you do during that time, do during that time to be productive, um, you know, around your house or at work or something, you know, maybe you can spend some time with your husband, you know, during that time. Um, what can you do to be productive, um, during the day so that in the evening when, you know, notebooks are closed, when laptops are closed, when the lights are out in the office or in the dining room, you're not like, oh my goodness, I didn't do anything throughout the day. The third thing, and this is something that I have completely um, had to do, was to create boundaries for my space. And what I mean by that is I had to separate mom and work literally. Now, many of us, um, you know, in the DMV, we have basements. And a lot of times when we purchase our homes, our basements are unfinished. Well, we've been in this house for 12 years and our basement is still unfinished. <laughs> but we've always utilized our basement. You know, it's always been where the kids play. Um, my husband has a little um, man cave. Uh, we have storage area. Um, our basement is pretty big, so we have, you know, the space to have sections. Well, my husband and I, we have an office and we've always shared for the years that we've been here, we've shared an office. But, you know, the days that we were home, he was home uh, one day and I would be at work. And then the next day I would be home and he would be at work. So we were never in the office together. 
But honey, when COVID came, when we were in a pandemic and they shut everything down and we had to be at home, I was like, oh, no, we cannot do this. We cannot share offices together. This ain't happening because you're too loud. I need some some quiet and some positivity. I need some music. And he can't do that. He can't concentrate like that. It, it, it was not going to work. So I moved to the dining room because that's where the kids were. But then I was like, oh, this is not going to work. <laughs> you know, because the kids are in the dining room and we're trying to, you know, make sure that I keep an eye on them, all four of them. So I have them in the dining room. And I'm making sure that, you know, uh, because at that time, you know, in the spring we had packets, you know, there wasn't any virtual learning. So I'm homeschooling the children and at the same time, you know, trying to respond to emails. And it's just it was it was a hot mess. It was it was completely a hot mess. And so I said there needs to be a separation and I need to create some boundaries with myself and with my space. So we went into the basement. And I, you know, discussed with my husband, like, hey, I need space. I need space just for me. So we kind of pushed some things around in the basement and we created a little office for myself. And so in this particular area, I'm able to do everything, have, you know, uh, record podcast episodes, um, take client calls, um, do things for work. Um, and have my space, have the space where I can sing songs or listen to songs or listen to podcasts, listen to, to inspiring YouTube videos in my space um, to encourage me, inspire me as I'm working. And so this has helped me so much to be able to do the work that I need to get done. And when I am able to go away from the office, I can turn the light off and do what I need to do. So it's so important for you to have a separate space so that you can get work done, but you can also close that space down so that you can go do what you need to do. For me, when I'm done, I can, even if I have, if I leave my laptop up, I still can close the door, turn the light off and go upstairs and and do what I need to do upstairs. Everything is downstairs in my office. It is there's a place for my space. There's a place for my space. There's a place for my thinking. There's a place for me to be Latika. So I encourage you to have that. Even if you have an unfinished basement, can you create space? Um, or even if, if you're, you're not comfortable in an unfinished basement, where in your house where can you create the space where you can have that boundary? Where you can have that boundary and then make sure everybody in the house knows this is mommy's space. This is where mommy needs to work. This is where mommy needs to escape to. And this is what I tell people all the time, that if our husbands can have a space in the home for them, They can have a chair that nobody needs to sit in. They can, you know, possibly have the garage that's theirs, you know, where they have the TV up and they, you know, their friends come and hang out in the garage. If they can have a space that is for them where they can unwind or or maybe they have that office, we can as well. We can as well. Remember, our kids, whether they are 
in a, a room, maybe they have a playroom, there's space for them in the house. There's space for everybody in the house except for us. But in order for us to survive, in order for us to be able to, to, to deal with all that we're dealing with in the midst of pandemic and further into the future, we had to create that boundary to have space for us in our house. So ask yourself, what can you do in your house to create that space? What can you do to create that space? And I encourage you to do that, to, to figure that out and have the space. The fourth thing is to spend quality time with your children. And you're probably like, I am. I am. I'm with them all day. But when I say quality time, what I mean like that is, you know, uh, normally during school, you know, when we're not in this pandemic, we are, you know, dropping them off at school or the school bus, we're going to work and then we're coming home. And then, you know, we are having, you know, their practice, their games, um, you know, their recitals, and then come back home and we're having dinner, uh, homework, baths, and we start all over again the next day. And then on weekends, you know, if you're like me on Fridays and the weekends, that's when we're playing games. We have Friday movie night um, where my kids, you know, we have sleepovers where it's really just them sleeping in each other's room. Um, but that's our quality time. So in the midst of us working from home, what quality time or where can you spend that quality time with your children? Maybe it's a ride to the park and looking, you know, as the leaves are changing colors and falling from the trees. Maybe that's your quality time. Maybe it's, you know, you guys playing games, board games, or, you know, maybe you guys are, you know, sitting by the fire and having marshmallows. Whatever that is, find the time to spend with your children because they are going through this as well. As much as we are, they are going through this as well. And they need us. They need us so much right now. So yes, in the midst of all of this, you know, we're making sure we have boundaries, that we're trying to work smarter and not harder and take advantage of nap time. But in the midst of all, we have to spend that quality time because they need our emotional um, support. And we need them, believe it or not. Um, so it's so important that we can still create a, a sense of normalcy in the midst of a pandemic. So it's so important that we can spend that quality time with them. And then the fifth tip I want to share with you is to plan for interruptions. Yes, <laughs> plan for interruptions. It's so important that, you know, we're setting these boundaries, we have mommy space, wherever that space is, that we're going to have meetings, you know, we maybe we have a calendar of when the meetings are going to occur throughout the week, you know, what times, you know, mommy's going to be in her office space, her workspace, maybe daddy's going to be in his office or workspace. It's so important for us to have that schedule and for everybody to know. But we all know that kids, are going to do whatever they want to do. 
And if you heard, my daughter just came downstairs and started calling me after I told her, give me 20 minutes and I'll come get you and you, we can play. They're going to interrupt us, y'all. <laughs> they are going to interrupt us, but we have to plan for those interruptions. So what can we do? Well, we all have been muting our phones, all been muting our phones. We've all been stopping our videos, touring calls, you know, whether you're on Zoom, whether you're on Teams, whether you're on Skype, whether you're on WebEx, you turn your video off and, and meet your phone. And you're like, y'all get out of here. I'm on a meeting. We do all of that. We, we do all of that, but we got to plan for these interruptions. So I have a, a cart that a dear friend gave me and I have that in my dining room. And in this cart, I have construction paper. I have spiral notebooks. I have composition books. I have loose leaf paper. I have markers. I have pencils. I have um, highlighters. I have crayons. I have a whole bucket of crayons. I have um, uh, workbooks um, that you can pick up, you know, at the dollar store or, you know, um, we have a few from Sam's Club that my husband picked up for the kids. But this cart has anything and everything in it. It even has um, arts and crafts like um, making beads, uh, bead necklaces or bracelets um, or friendship bracelets or necklaces. Like it has everything in this cart and this cart is in the dining room. And so when I tell my kids, go into the dining room, they know, oh, it's arts and crafts time. I can go and have fun. And so this allows me to do what I need to do on a call, um, a, a task, a project that I'm working on, whatever it is that I'm working on. This allows me to say, hey, go upstairs, work on the, you know, go in the dining room, go draw, color, do something. And they can do that. So I've already planned for the interruption because it's going to happen. It's going to happen, but I've already planned for it. So there is no need for me to really get frustrated or overwhelmed when they come downstairs because I already have a backup. I already have a backup. So what can you do? to have that backup? How can you plan for those interruptions? How can you plan for it? Is there a box? Is there a corner? Is there a certain place in your home where you can set up, where you can call that the plan room or the playroom or, or something where the kids know that we can go in here when mommy is on the phone or when daddy's on the phone? We can go in here and we can have our fun for a few minutes. You know, it's going to only keep their attention for like maybe 15, 20 minutes. But it's enough time for you to do what you need to do for yourself, for work, whatever it is that you need. So plan for those interruptions. Plan for those interruptions. So again, one, work smarter and not harder. Have a schedule. Have a schedule where you can um, work maybe non-traditional hours. Maybe you can work on the weekends more, um, but have some type of 
expectation that you've made an agreement with with your supervisor where it's not going to be so hard for you as a working mom right now. We are going through so much, but if you can have a schedule that you and your boss can agree on, it will make life so much easier for you and the the expectation or the pressure of expectations won't be there um, weighing you down, overwhelming you. The second, take advantage of nap time and to, so you can stay productive. So what can you do during the nap or quiet or flex time that your children have? What can you do during that time to stay productive? And I get it because during nap time, I want to take a nap too. <laughs> I want to take a nap too. But how can we stay productive? Because I tell you, it's going to help you down the road. It really, really, really is. And then three, creating boundaries for yourself, separating mom from work. So having a space either in your unfinished basement, either a a space in your home, somewhere that you can go and you can be free to work. And then when it's time for you to be mom, you can leave it in that space and go upstairs or, or go to another place in the home to be mom. But creating that boundary so that you know, okay, I'm done. So your family knows this is where I need to be to do some work. This is mommy's serious place or this is mommy's happy place. But having that boundary for yourself with yourself so that you can be okay mentally, physically, and spiritually. And then the fourth, spending quality time with your children. It's so important that we can do that. Even in the midst of us being at home, it's so important that we can spend that quality time with our children. It's so important. And then the fifth tip is to plan for interruptions. Whether you have a cart like me, whether you have a box, whether you have a station in your house, where you can plan for interruptions. The kids can go there and they can do their arts and crafts. They can play their video games or whatever it is that will calm them down so you can get your tasks done. It's so important that you can do that. So I really hope that these tips help you. I I really, really do because it's so important that You know, we can be okay in the midst of working from home while homeschooling our kids, while making sure that virtual learning is going well. Now, let me ask you, what's going to be your Tabitha moment? What is going to be your Tabitha moment? If you're not familiar with Tabitha, Tabitha is a woman in the Bible who served and served and served her community. She served her community and she did so much to the point where she died. She died. And of course, everyone was so sad. But when word got around that she passed away, she was resurrected. She was resurrected. And now she was able to serve her her community more. But she did it smartly, (laughs) more smart. But she didn't work so hard. And so I truly believe we as working moms are like Tabitha. We don't physically die, but 
we spiritually and emotionally get weak. We get weak and we also get physically weak and it, it, it puts a, a strain on us. It causes us to be bitter or resentful, uh, um, frustrated, overwhelmed. And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. So I ask, what is going to be your Tabitha moment that will cause you to say, okay, I, I can't do this anymore. I need to stop. I just can't operate the way that I am operating. For me, that has been when I was diagnosed with postpartum depression. That's when I literally got that wake up call when my doctor said, you know, hey, you're taking these two weeks off from work. I need you to focus on you. That's when I realized, oh, crap, I need to get myself together. And I had to lean on God and say, God, what, how am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to balance all that I have going on? And even when we shifted to, um, you know, March, when everything was shut down and we immediately had to come home, um, that's when I said, okay, God, everything that you taught me during that time when I was diagnosed with postpartum depression, now I need to kick it into high gear. I need to kick it into higher gear because now I'm going to be home with everybody. My husband, my four kids, we're not going to be able to go anywhere. They're not going to be able to have play dates anymore. My support is not going to be the way that I wanted it to be or it was prior to COVID. So there's so many things that I had to kick into high gear to be able to not lose my sanity during this pandemic. And I pray that these five tips that I share with you today will enable you to work from home while dealing with the kids. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review and tell me how you are enjoying this episode and how you're enjoying this show so that others can be blessed by these tips. So others can be blessed by just having another working mom talk about what's going on <laughs> in, in the world, what's going on with us and how we can be better working moms. So I thank you so much for joining. Don't forget to leave your review of how you are enjoying this episode and how you're enjoying the show. And I appreciate you for being a listener of the Latika Vine Show. Until next time, take care of yourself as we all lead, grow, and bounce. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Latika Vine Show. I pray that this episode blessed you and that you will be able to share what you learned today with another working mom. Please be sure to download, subscribe, do what you can so that next week you can listen to a new episode of the Latika Vine Show. Thanks so much. You take care. God bless.